As we know, the entire music business is one of the sectors that has been severely impacted by the global pandemic. One of the bands that had to postpone an upcoming tour behind its self-titled album is Jazz Sabbath. Now, the story of the band is one of the most fascinating that I've come across. This debut album comes over 50 years after the band was formed, after being originally set for release in 1970. Now, had that happened... Jazz Sabbath could very well have been mentioned in the same company as the Stones, Paul McCartney, except that fate stepped in. I've got founding member, pianist Milton Keynes on the line. Hi, Milton. Hey, how you doing? Now, this is such an intriguing story. Why don't I just let you tell me what happened? Because it's really just a miracle that you're alive to have this conversation today. Well, that's right, Kelly. I mean, uh, I, uh, I finished the album and uh, I had a heart attack. Um, so I was hospitalized uh, whilst um, I was in the hospital. Um, unfortunately, the, the record company went bust and the, uh, the uh, distribution uh, center burnt down. Uh, the album never got released. Uh, and, uh, and by the time I was, I was well enough, uh, it was all over. My, you know, my career was finished. Yeah, it just goes to show, you know, how what a miracle it is sometimes that bands make it, even with fantastic material. Now, those people, of course, hearing the name Jazz Sabbath can't help but to think of Black Sabbath, and there's a good reason for that. Tell me, from your perspective, Milton, what happened there? Well, I mean, it's not just my perspective, uh, Kelly. This is, this, is, uh, this is the truth. Um, whilst I was in hospital, the, uh, the other band that you were talking about, um, who had seen me play live, I might add, um, they uh, they pretty much stole all my songs and they released them over their uh, their next few albums and uh, and that was it. I didn't have a leg to stand on. I mean, when you when you found out this was happening, your lawyers must have advised you to sue. Why didn't you do that? Well, the problem was was the, uh, the record company they'd gone bust and uh, Rusty Bedspring Records and they, and the owner had gone uh, had gone to prison unfortunately because it turned out he uh, he started the fire in the first place um, and uh, I just I didn't have the money I didn't have any uh, any advance for the album and uh, I just had to I just had to watch it all fall apart in front of me. I mean, it, it didn't help as well that, you know, we, we were on the road quite a lot back in the late 60s. And, uh, and you know, when you're on the road, these, these uh, you know, the drink and the drugs. And I was, I was getting quite addicted to Pepto-Bismol, which is a, um, which is a stomach-settling uh, anti-acid uh, uh, drink. God. And um, although it didn't uh, give me any heartburn for, for a while, I did unfortunately end up having a heart attack. And, uh, you know, it got the better of me. Well, that's the old story with that stuff. Uh, the final twist is you ended up playing in the Black Sabbath touring band. Now, for, I'm trying not to laugh because this whole conceit is hilarious. Milton Keynes, real name, Adam Wakeman, longtime keyboard and guitar player with Black Sabbath and Ozzy. I love this whole thing, Adam. This is the best. That's why I wanted to talk to you about this. Now, the album is out. Jazz Sabbath. It's called Changes, and it's accompanied by a Spinal Tap style documentary. It's available on YouTube that lays out this whole sordid story. So, Adam, how did this whole concept come about? Because, I mean, it had to have involved beer. Well, funnily enough, um, Milton's just disappeared for a, uh, another glass of Petra Bismol. Um, <laughs> It originally came about, I was, I was on one of the tours with uh, Sabbath and it was a hotel in Berlin and I'd been out for a, a couple of beers with, um, with one of our crew and I came back to the hotel, the hotel bar was empty uh, and I went in just to have another glass of wine, as you do on a day off and um, there was a piano in the corner and I sat down at the piano and just to amuse myself, I thought it would be amusing to just play 
the the songs from the Sabbath set list that we were playing on that 2013 tour in a sort of improvised jazz style. And it was uh, it kept me amused for about an hour until the you know bar staff wanted to go home. Yeah. And and that was kind of where it started. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought how how amusing it would be to have a, a kind of a film that went along with it about this tragic character, Milton, who, you know, is just this disillusioned um, old pianist who claims that he's written all the songs. I mean, I'm a huge fan of, you know, Spinal Tap and yeah. um, those kind of comedies. So it just, for me, it married up so well. And it gave me another focus other than arranging the tracks on the on the album. It was uh, it was just something I've not really done before. So writing a, a documentary was, uh, was quite a challenge. And just about everybody who's anybody in music is uh, on the documentary as well. And I find it interesting because I was listening to uh, a couple of the tracks that you've got up on on Facebook and I've been talking on the air recently because of the pandemic and all of these artists have had to do these at-home concerts and these songs all have to get stripped down and it really highlights the quality of the songwriting and in the case of Iron Man for example the way Jazz Sabbath does it it really highlights the melody of that song it's been fascinating to listen to it's a fun, it's a funny uh, experience when you do you know it's if you listen to say for example if Sabbath did a, an acoustic version it would obviously be very different to this kind of style but the fact that you can take it into different genres and and kind of pull it apart you know you've got the chords and a the melody they either work or they don't and it's kind of yes yeah, as you say it's testament to good songwriting that they uh, you know that they can be changed like that now the other guys in the project are jerry Meehan, who's uh, been playing with robbie williams ash sloan who has been associated with adele and Cher. they were involved in the conception of this or were they involved in the conception of this and if not how did they react when you pitched it well, they weren't. I mean, Ash, is, Ash and Jerry have both been good friends of mine for a long, a long time. We played in different bands together over the years as, as session musicians. Um, and uh, they were kind of my first choice in the back of my mind. But I, I wanted to get it kind of underway before I asked them. And because, I, to be honest, I thought they'd say no. Um, and uh, I was quite surprised when they said yes. And, uh, and now, they're, you know, they're, they're kind of really enjoying the fact that it's um, it's picking up a bit of uh, interest and people seem to like the album. So, um, yeah, so they'll very much be part of the uh, the touring band or, um, I mean, Ash, uh, Ash's pseudonym on this. I gave them the opportunity to uh, choose their own pseudonyms okay. for, the, uh, for the project. So uh, Ash's was just brilliant. One take was just absolutely perfect for, okay. uh, for him. Right on. Now, you say that you initially expected them to say no, but they jumped on board. Did that involve any sort of sell job or they, were they like, no questions asked, we're in? No, they were just no questions asked, we're in. They were, they were, <laughs> I think there's, there's not that many projects that, that are kind of, you know, developed parallel with a kind of a comedy angle. And it's, it's yeah. not a comedy album, it's a comedy story but the album is uh, you know is serious but that to have the kind of you know the story to go along with it and, and the i mean the funniest thing about the whole thing is the comments underneath the youtube um, documentary i think we're about ninety thousand views or something now and it's it's just brilliant people are arguing they're almost you know they're fighting online about whether i should be sued killed or you know you know made a saint it's brilliant I was going to say, as soon as you said YouTube comments, I thought, oh, my God, you went there. You went to read oh, comments. I... Now, what would you say is the percentage of people who uh, think that it's real as opposed to the people who are, you know, clued in? Well, to, to begin with, I think a lot, a lot of people would say not many. But uh, I, can, I can tell you, we, I mean, we even had some, uh, 
some people get in touch just, that hadn't uh, been sent the press release or anything that, that had just stumbled across it and and they they wanted to do an interview i'm not going to name the publication because it was it was a, uh, a relatively well-known publication no. but they were convinced that the story you know was actually they basically didn't watch the documentary um and they just uh, they just ran with the ran with the story as uh, as it read and i mean that was quite funny that was that was an amusing interview i can tell you Wow. And a frightening testament to the state of journalism these days. <laughs> I'd like to think that the journalists are just too busy, really. That's the thing. You know, they haven't got the time to read everything. Very generous of you. What was the feedback <laughs> been like from Ozzy and the Black Sabbath guys? Well, the funny thing is, I mean, obviously, I asked uh, I asked permission first before I did this. I, I talked to um, I talked to Ozzy about it years ago and, and Sharon. And, and to be honest, Ozzy wasn't really quite sure what I was talking about because it just... It is very difficult when you tell this story without the documentary and the, the concept at the time wasn't really fully developed. So it just sounded like a bit of nonsense. Um, but, uh, yeah, now it's all out. They're, you know, they're very uh, they're very happy with it. They're not, you know, they're not in any way put out that it's, uh, that it's been done. But, the, I mean, the funny thing is the comments where people do think, you know, they're saying that, you know, Tony and, and Giza should be fuming that I'm claiming this. And, uh, <laughs> You know, it's just it's just brilliant. It's it's, it's everything I'd uh, I'd dreamed it would be. Oh, it's so good. It's so well executed. I mean, that that's really the key, I think. And of course, there was supposed to be a tour sometime this year. What will that look like when it eventually happens? First of all, will you be in character? Will you take the conceit all the way to the stage show, or or how will that work? Oh, most definitely being full character. Yes, I've already sort of developed the show as uh, it'll be. It, it's hopefully going to be kind of part audiovisual and. Uh, involving the film and interaction with other other celebrities hopefully and um uh, and then obviously the three of us um playing live so yeah we're very uh, very much looking forward to once this is all lifted and and um behind us getting out on the road and doing some shows and uh, i think it's going to be i mean it's going to be terrifying for me because it's really hard to play yeah, of course. Now that you mention it, of course, you have to have the uh, the retrospective of the band, I would imagine, and the history of the band as a pre-roll before you come out on stage. I can see it all now. So, of course, you have to be in character. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> there was actually, uh, I was in conversations with the uh, Montreal Jazz Festival this year, but unfortunately, obviously, that got uh, canned um, before we could get tied in. So hopefully, we're going to try and get ourselves on that for next year. Well, we've got a Winnipeg Jazz Festival that happens here as well, so um, you never know. Well, absolutely. I'll look into that and uh, and see if we can get ourselves on that too. Adam, the music is very cool to listen to as arranged and played like this. The concept is hilarious. I recommend everybody check out the documentary, and I hope that you can tour this thing as soon as possible. Jazz Sabbath, the album is called Changes. Adam Wakeman, I hope you and the boys get a chance to tour this as soon as possible. Adam, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thanks, my friend. Take care.